What a jam. That was the song Apathetic Emergency by our guests, Yeah, No For Sure. My name is Matt Rappelt, and you are tuned in to Local Music Live, broadcasting from Counterpoint Brewing here in Kitchener, Ontario. I've got Zach and I've got Connor from the band sitting around the table, and we are going to dig into their brand new five-song EP right now. So, Zach and Connor, what a great tune. That was awesome. Tell me a little bit about the, uh, about the recording of the EP. You said you recorded it not locally, but just down the road? Yeah, so we were over at London at the Sugar Shack studio. Uh, it was run by these people called Incorrect Thoughts. Chris Forrest and his team are absolutely great. Kyle Ashburn does the recordings there. Live off the floor, they do great recordings there. The really cool part is we have some absolutely great videos. So later on tonight, before you go to bed, you can curl up into your like blanket and watch the song and <laughs> right before you go to sleep too. And to me, it's, it's really neat. Like Lots of artists should check this place out. It's really affordable, and the quality you get for the price is... I, I don't know where else it's, you're ever going to find it. That's awesome. That's awesome. How did you find, uh, how did you get connected with the studio? Uh, literally, they just followed our Instagram page one day. And then I, I watched some of their videos and I saw it. It was kind of like the YouTube channel audio tree. They do like a lot of similar things where bands will come in, do covers. And I'm like, that seems really cool. And wait, it's only in London. And then I asked the cost and I'm like, are you sure? Like, that's the cost. You didn't leave off a zero. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't. And so we booked one as soon as we could. And it was just a, a wait in terms of a couple months. And then we rolled up. And the really cool part is if you're a gearhead, uh, lots of really neat gear for you to use. And you get a lot of expertise of people there that have been doing this on a regular basis all the time. Amazing. That's great. So good to have like a, a, a studio like that within the community that's affordable for, you know, musicians who may be a little bit more on a budget as most independent musicians are. That's fantastic. Well, we heard uh, that there was the first track off the, off the EP, right? Apathetic Emergency? Yes. Nice. And uh, tell me a little bit about how the collection came together. When did you decide that you were going to go and record? Did, was there a moment where you had these five songs and you're like, we got to record this? Or well, you... um, we, we tried to uh, record more like the standard way of, uh, you know, tracking each instrument, uh, getting it mixed, mastered, sent out to people. But it wasn't really feasible for us. So then this opportunity came and we started watching the other videos because, you know, they have hundreds of, of other videos of uh, people who have come in and they sounded so good and I was like okay well what well, we were like we should just do this we get a video attached and like I watch a lot of um, like audio tree and uh, I think there's another one it's like CEXP or something oh yeah lots of radio stations have those uh, you know live off the floor studio yeah, sessions yeah and I love those like that's kind of my favorite way to listen to music um, so I was like, I can do that. Like, I can, I can be on YouTube and have that. <laughs> um, so we really pushed for it, and that's kind of like how it came to be. Yeah, like we're kind of using it right now as a, like a midway point because we we've been playing shows since July. Uh, we played about twenty shows between July until now, which is kind of wild considering that we don't really have much if anything online. And the really cool part that we thought too is if. The people that have seen us have always said, like, we're a really fun band to watch, that we have fun on stage. And I think the really cool part about the recordings is that it comes across in the recordings. And if you watch the videos, like, 
I think just the banter sometimes before and after our videos honestly might be better than the songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, it's it's really nice to have that um, that live off the floor session because I mean, a, a lot of times you will maybe go see a band uh, in concert and then you'll hear there's recorded stuff and you're like, it's missing that kind of human personality. And maybe because they've done, you know, maybe even things at different studios or, you know, they've pieced things together from at different times. Um, so that decision to do it live off the floor, was that just based on wanting to capture that feeling? of you know that humanity within the music or like the relationship you have it was like the price requirement for it so we were okay. pretty like into <laughs> it at that point like I, I am a big like proponent of live off the floor because i think for like our style of music it does lend well and i don't think everyone shares my opinion about this but if you want to hear a band perfectly you can get like that really polished recording if you want to enjoy them you see them play and to me it offered both of those things at once really yeah, a nice middle ground yeah that's great which song was written first Broken Phone. Yes, Broken Phone was that was the one that took us about two months to complete. That was the first <laughs> that one. Was the that broken... was the one at the first uh, in the first couple bands band practices. Yeah, the, a was... little bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it didn't have lyrics uh, for a while, but we kind of had the structure of the song, and there was a couple other ones that Jared had written and that were kind of like in the vault. That once we got that one done, we could kind of throw like old dog is another one that was really early but that was already kind of completed um which was very easy for us just to like you know listen to it learn it and then tweak it to make it sound more like yeah no for sure instead of jared yeah of course i'm always so curious about um you know bands uh, philosophies in the studio and like how they come into a recording session and then how the recording session shapes their music. I'm assuming because it was live off the floor, most of the songs were written ahead of time. Yep. Um, did they change at all? Did they evolve within the recording process or was it just a case of getting the best recording of what you've brought into it? Pretty much the latter of just getting the best of what we wanted. Like it was more or less just the only debate of what would be our fifth song that we kind of had a discussion up until right before we recorded yes it. okay <laughs> how come was that why was that a, a discussion and we just tried to vote and we had everybody wanted to do the other four songs and we just had a bunch of people that wanted to do one individual song uh, okay yeah. so there's uh I, I don't even know how we came up with the fifth one we just i think someone just said we're doing it and it was just like okay sure because <laughs> at the end of the day it didn't really matter we we like the songs all equally for the most part um there's obviously some that we do have perf- personal preferences for but I'm comfortable playing all of them. Yeah, um, I was gonna I would, say not, yeah. not to get into the politics of the band. Was was yeah. anyone outvoted on uh, that no, last not, one? No, not really. Like really, I consensus. Really, I was the one that said, "Well, no one really cared about the song I picked, so let's not do that one." Then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty hard-headed, so I was just like, "I think you guys should all listen to me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's fun to get like a you know a peek into different band dynamics. And uh, yeah. our band uh, has been called by producers, uh, what was it, shockingly diplomatic or shockingly democratic. <laughs> Uh, or no, it's painfully, Allison, uh, who's also in the band, she's running sound tonight, she's correcting me. We've been described as painfully democratic by a producer. So oh. it's always fun to get those behind the scenes looks. Yeah, we try to be democratic, but sometimes, uh, you know, it just doesn't work. Yeah, of course. There, I mean, otherwise, like sometimes you, you have to have someone to say this is where it's going to gonna go. Otherwise, you just don't follow a direction at all. Yeah. That's what you definitely need sometimes. Yeah. And- I don't know if you're familiar with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they just, it's almost like the loudest person wins. Um, I feel like sometimes we have that, which I'm totally okay with. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we're all kind of fine with that being the dynamic on some things. And in other things, you know, 
democracy prevails. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. That's actually my next question was going to be like, what's the dynamic, the band dynamic like in the studio? But I feel like you're painting a picture for me a little bit right now. In the studio wasn't too bad. Uh, I think everyone was a little bit nervous. Like I wasn't too sure, but I, th I think it was Connor and Mitch's like first time, like with a like a, a like a more studio oriented recording. Yeah. I'm not too sure about Jared. Uh, for myself, I just realized, like, there, I brought, like, six beers, and I'm like, why do I bring six beers? There's no way I'm going to even finish this one beer, because every time I go to grab it, we're playing another song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a, for live off the floor stuff, like, I've read some producers say that, like, the first take is usually the one that hits. Like, you have, there's yeah. certain, like, a certain energy about that first take. Is that, was that the case for you, or was it sort of, it got better as you did it more times? Oh, well, we it got better. <laughs> we had to take, we took two breaks. We had a one and force break that was, I think was actually helpful. Yeah. yeah. At, at the start, it was just, you know, like little blunders and you have three hours and it was like, okay, we played the whole set, like five songs. I think it took us like 20 minutes and it was like, are you guys good with that? And we're like, no, <laughs> like that was, we can do this like five more times. We'll, we'll get it. And then, um, there's a couple of times where like lyrics were forgotten, which is, you know, can't have that in there. So, uh, <laughs> Especially when it's live off the floor, we can't just like patch those in. Um, yeah. So we, you know, after we take a couple breaks and we got more comfortable, we also had, each of us had like a person videotaping us like right in front of our face. So yeah, that's like, that yeah. seems very nerve wracking to like, not only, I know when, when I'm in the <laughs> studio, I'm very aware of my every move because every, you know, every, as a drummer, you know, every time you hit off center that you, that's going to show up in the recording or every time you sort of graze the rim or if you don't hit the hi-hat in the proper spot or if you open it not quite enough like that's like indelible in the recording so like I can't imagine having that and then also a camera watching you too yeah and I mean they were great they were um the person videotaping me I like when I when I was singing I was starting to get like really into it and then you know, spit kind of fell out of my mouth and like, on and, on and I'm just like, I'm so sorry, but I'm also trying to like keep my composure because yeah. I don't want to just stop the song because this happened. And uh, they know the splash zone is there. Don't yeah, worry. I, I couldn't have been the first, you know? No, I'm sure it won't be the last. And it's okay. No, exactly. They heard the songs probably like seven, eight times over. So by the end, like they're not going to applaud us. They're not like an audience. They're just there to record us. And, were they um, giving you tips like throughout or were they sort of like giving you feedback during the process or was um, it strictly just sort of, I, th I think we would try to pry for like a little bit of feedback and then they would just be like, no, it sounds good. Like they're just there to like be uh, positive and help you. Like most of those other guys are all musicians too. So that they kind of know what to expect. And it's really just a matter of like, do you want to play it again? If you want to play it again, I'm ready to hold this camera again. If you don't want to play it again, like I'll take a break. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's our time that we're wasting like, they like, yeah. like true they're you know? there to, they're there to I mean it, it's at the end of the day it's your music oh, and you're yeah. the ones who are going to be promoting it and standing behind it so it's really should should be you who are uh, happy with it and they no, a thousand percent like exactly. we're, we're a very polite band for so much that we kept apologizing that I tried to remind everybody I'm like don't have to apologize. We paid the money. So, you know, <laughs> we could exactly. screw this all up and they don't care. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what song ended up being closest to what you envisioned during the writing process? Um, hmm. I think like, ev like evolved the least you would say, or yeah, I mean, so when you record it, like there's a song where, you know, when, when you're first writing the song with a band yeah. and you sort of, before you even worked out the parts as much, or, or maybe just after you worked out the parts, you have like a vision of yourself 
playing that song at a stage or listening to it on a record and you're like, oh man, it's gotta sound like this. Which one sort of turned out the most like you had envisioned it? I would say Last Call. Would you like to tell us why, Connor? Because it's my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, a lot of uh, punk songs, they're very, um, you know, like on like a eighth note or something, and you're just kind of like strumming along to it. But this one has a bit more dynamic in it. So it kind of gives us more freedom to do other stuff. There's like dirty chords. It's not like there's like some stuff is like out of key, but like, Purposely, it's almost yeah. I don't know how else to describe it because I'm not very good at painting pictures. Nah, man, you just felt it, you know it, and that's the only way you know it. Yeah. yeah. But like for myself, it's gonna sound funny. It's kind of the opposite though. Uh, I really disliked our song "Broken Fun," our first one, for the longest period of time, and it got insane to me because we play it live and people loved it, and it was like the song that everyone would request for us to play. And I'm like, that's cool, we'll play that. And then we recorded it, and I'm like, wow. That is why people like that song, I guess. <laughs> because you're able to sort of hear it from oh, a third-person perspective, oh, right? I'm like, wow, this song sounds big. It sounds good. I can see why there are certain parts that people are always like, oh, do that thing that's like... Mee, 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 mee. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why you guys like that song. That's why we recorded it, and that's why you keep asking for it. That's so funny because that's like that sort of gives a bit of a, an insight into what it's like to be in the band versus in the audience, right? In the band, you sometimes are so caught up in what you play or what your experience yeah. is like performing the song that you can kind of forget about how the song connects with the audience on the other side of the stage uh, as well. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. Like we play the songs a million times in a row, but maybe it's the first time Matt has heard it. Maybe it's the first time Allison has heard it. And if we don't play it the, the same way we have every single show, you're not going to like it the same way. But for us, yeah, we've played it a million times, but we should make it feel like it's the first time every single time we play it. So you just have just as much fun as everybody else. Yeah. So then you can tell me too, hey, will you play Broken Phone, please, at the next show? <laughs> and you'll say, I <laughs> love that song. <laughs> also, there's some like sing-along parts almost, like chanty bits. And there's a few people out there that have kind of learned it. So they will like yell the parts back at us. Nice. And it's like, it, for me, it's like, whoa, like <laughs> this is like... I don't know. It's unexpected and very flattering. Well, we say uh, within our band, like I think our lead singer said this, that like there's no, there, there's it's like the best type of high to have people sing a song that you wrote back at you as you're yeah. performing. Like there's no feeling like that. It's just so special. Um, let's listen to a couple of these tracks. I have a feeling like. Oh, I think I know what, what song should we listen to next, Connor? I wonder. I'm going to listen to my hat. Well, I'm, I got some criteria for you. So <laughs> okay. let's see if this okay. is one that, uh, that comes up. And I'll give this one to, uh, to let's see. <laughs> Who should I? I'm going to go in a different direction. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder right. if uh, Getting wild now. Let's go. Okay. Uh, I want to hear from you, Zach, yes. what, for the first song, what is the one that's most fun for you to play? Most fun for me to play? Well, we already heard it. Act, yeah, like I, <laughs> it, I would say it's the surf song. I got, to me, the, the longest running joke of that song is that we would call it the surf song. Jared didn't know it was a surf song. And then our, our band is like, you don't know because there's a surf beat that we play. And I just love surf music. But We can't a, hear that song again. So. Since we can't. I really, really, really enjoy playing Old Dog. To me, it's, it's a really good song. We normally open our set with it. It is, it is a song similar to what Connor mentioned, where people have started to learn the lyrics. Some people know that what we're actually saying, what we're singing. And to me, it's a cool, dynamic song, because there's fast parts, there's slow parts, a little bit of thing, everything in between. 
And then we start off, end off on like a really cool stop. And that's like the most punk thing I guess you can do, right? <laughs> exactly. And Connor, for you, I mean, we're obviously going to hear last call. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Do I even no have to secret. ask the question? <laughs> no, I already explained. It. Let's, <laughs> already let's hear a last call. So let's hear Old Dog first, and then we'll hear last call by Yeah, No, For Sure here on Local Music Live. Like the one we used to know 